baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 836 Total Information AM on KMOX. Carol Daniel alongside Tom Ackerman with you this morning. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments today over President Biden's plan to forgive up to $20,000 in student loan debt for more than 40 million Americans. Opponents say Mr. Biden has taken presidential powers too far. The program is on hold until justices decide. Joining us now, CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Thane, Thane, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Anytime for you, Carol and Tom. Opponents say the president doesn't have the authority. What laws or policies are will be in play in this case? So remember, right, uh, this is really a separation of powers issue, right? The president runs the executive branch and the legislature, the House and Senate, they have under the Constitution the powers of the purse, right? Taxing, spending, allocation of money. The president of the United States is now essentially writing off the books uh, uh, more than half a trillion dollars of money that is owed by 20 million uh, students uh, paying back their, their debt. That's half a trillion. Uh, and so uh, the two or two lawsuits here, one brought by Republican state attorneys general and some others, another brought by students that don't benefit from this program that are saying this is an example of the presidential's, oh, this is president overreaching his authority. Uh, this is about money. And when it comes to money, this is a congressional matter. Uh, and the president is saying, well, wait a minute, I'm, I'm invoking something called the HEROES Act, which is legislation that, sh- that we uh, implemented after 9-11 that relates to emergencies. And I'm just you know, responding to an emergency from the pandemic, and I'm writing off this debt as, a, as it was a campaign promise. And I think it's an important thing to do. So the Supreme Court's going to be asking the same question is in the separation of powers did the president and the executive branch overreach their authority by this taking this action without authorization from congress thane nancy pelosi said in 2021 that biden did not have the power to forgive debts without new legislation so here we are two years later could that past comment and others come back to impact the case possibly right i mean you know she's she was speaker of the house she's basically protecting her own turf right She's saying, hey, I'm in charge of this kind of stuff. And I don't think now, remember, we've seen this now with Republicans and Democratic presidents, right? These executive orders, actions unilaterally taken by the president, in part because Congress isn't acting. So, for instance, in the Obama administration, the Dreamers Act, that was done without congressional authorization. Uh, In the Trump administration, the building of the wall, the Muslim travel ban, right? These things were done without congressional authorization. So we're seeing a lot of this. And last year, last term, the Supreme Court, remember, struck down three things for this same reason, three things, major things. One, the moratorium on rental payments during the pandemic, right? There were some uh, states that said, you don't owe rent during the pandemic. The Supreme Court said that's an overreach. The Supreme Court said it's an overreach to make corporations with a certain number of employees mandate that they have to take a vaccine, a mandated vaccine. And also uh, they said it was an overreach for the EPA 
to restrict uh, the, uh, the climate emissions, carbon emissions in, in, for climate change in, in power grids. And so the Supreme Court is, is sort of, at least this conservative Supreme Court, has had an inclination to say to the executive branch and federal agencies, you are extending your authority and this has to be done by some other entity. Talk about the issue of standing. Will that come into play? Yeah, really great point, Carol. You know, the Supreme Court, uh, except for last year with the Dobbs decision (laughs) when overturning Roe v. Wade, loves to make incremental decisions. They don't like sweeping decisions. They love to go narrow. And so if they can decide a case on procedural grounds, they usually will. And so standing is a procedural issue, which essentially says, I don't really care about the legal matter here. You're not allowed to make it. It, This doesn't really affect you. There may be a legal issue for us to decide, but we don't have to decide it because you're the wrong person that showed up in court. That's what standing means. So here they're saying to the states, this has nothing to do with you. You know, these are federal loans. You're the state. And with respect to some of these students, they're saying, well, you're not there's no detriment to you. You just didn't you don't benefit from this program, but there's no actual detriment to you. So it's possible that they may end up uh, essentially uh, punting, as you will, and essentially saying we don't have to decide this case because the parties have no uh, standing to be before us. Thane, anything else we could learn today? Today's an opinion day for justices, isn't it? Uh, No, I mean, you know, remember, when it comes to certainly the major cases, we never hear anything until June. And the the real big cases, we don't hear anything until the last couple days of June. You know, the Supreme Court has a flair for the dramatic. So, uh, you know, some of the things we're looking at, you know, the affirmative action case out of Harvard and University of Carolina, uh, uh, no, that you trust me, you'll call. I will be on the phone with you June 30th <laughs> on June 30th. We will be talking. <laughs> so, and I, no, I don't think. Yeah, go ahead, Carol. I, I, I apologize, Thane, but I do want to be clear going back to the standing issue that if they do rule on this procedural ground, uh, as you called it, does that necessarily mean that the student loan debt relief goes through it? Does it remain on hold? It, remain, it essentially re, re, remains on hold. And remember, another issue, of course, is that the pandemic is over. Now, the people who, who are invoking the HEROES Act saying, yeah, but the debt would, took place during the pandemic. So there could be an issue about if the emergency circumstance here is the pandemic, and we're all right now, we're winding down, and we're essentially the pandemic, I think, in terms of officially comes to an end in 60 days. So that could come up because there's, there's other ways that the Biden administration could find ways to uh, cancel the debt. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get rebuffed here and the federal court refuses to lift the stay that they try a different avenue. Always with the latest on the Supreme Court, it's CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. We appreciate it very much. Have a great day. You too. Anytime for you both. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.